Welcome to the Reading Aloud Podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. And a baby. (laughs) Enjoy. All right. Um, So guess what? This episode is coming out on or on or around our anniversary around because our anniversary is on Saturday yeah Yeah. and it's also the close of season five of the podcast wow it's amazing five five seasons seasons. what did we just put this out on the Instagram the other day we've recorded like I don't know I forget the exact number but it was like something like over a hundred hours of podcasts I know we have over a hundred episodes yeah but yeah. They, yeah I have, have it I have that number somewhere. We'll I mean, we're going to yeah. It's pretty awesome. Congratulations to us. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about our honeymoon. We planned a trip to Indonesia for our honeymoon and we decided we we're going to go to Bali and some surrounding islands and you know, you may want to talk about that planning process because I think that's interesting to people and you did all the planning as you do when we travel. I just want to say that we had our wedding on a Saturday. We kept Sunday free. We did not go on our honeymoon on Sunday. And on Monday is when we started our travel. We were in Tennessee. We took a bus, no, a van. We took like a shuttle. Like, it's like a shuttle like that went from, from Tennessee to the Atlanta airport. Yeah. Shuttle to Atlanta airport, Atlanta to LAX because we had, we like, Pieced together some free flights, meets, paid for flights, etc. So we had separate flights. So we went to LAX at like midnight. We got on a flight to go to Taiwan. I don't know. Three days later, we end up in Taiwan. <laughs> I think it was we left about on a, a Monday and we arrived on a Wednesday. I think it was about a twelve-hour flight or something, eleven or twelve-hour flight. But let me say this again. Yeah, yeah. We left Monday morning and we arrived on a Wednesday. And considering there is only a 12-hour difference, it was, in fact, two and a half days. Right. Yeah. The days, <laughs> at least two days changed while we were in here. Okay. So real quick, shuttle to Atlanta, Atlanta to LAX, whatever. LAX uh, hold to. On, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Whatever amount of hours flight to Taiwan, five-hour layover in Taiwan, delicious food, lots of Hello Kitty. Hold on, I know you want to tell that story. Taiwan to Bali. Denpasar. Denpasar. And then we get, we, (laughs) we're delusional is what we are. Yeah. We get out of the airport and we get told something about how much it should cost to take a taxi. And we start talking to all the taxi people who are all telling us just kind of like a much larger price than we were told. So we're like, fuck it. We're taking the city bus. (laughs) You're like, there's the bus. Let's get on the bus. (laughs) <laughs> I hope it goes the right direction. How did we even know it went there? Oh, I had I was in all up in that guidebook, and I knew what bus number babe, babe, to get on. You, this was one of the many moments in my life where I'm like, he's a unicorn. Like he is. It's between that and when I hunted down that hornet when we were camping. Oh my god! <laughs> Which that, is, I think, the story of that is on the episode. My three favorite things. It if is. you want to go back and listen, hunted down the hornet. Oh my god! So we. 
get on this bus. I mean, day, remember, it's Wednesday. We left on Monday. It's, we're so tired. We're having the best time watching these kids play a game. And this like big sister is just totally tricking her little brother. And They're being, playing like, like war or something. Hand slap war. Hand slap war. But like she was like, you could see it. She had figured out how to kind of like. cheating, yeah. Yeah, how to kind of like push the card that she wanted down. So, yeah, she yeah. cheated and she was winning constantly. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're just like driving along looking all this stuff and you're like all right we're gonna get off here and i'm like okay i mean we got every piece of luggage i mean the whole thing and we get off and you walk us between like two blocks between some buildings and all of a sudden we are where we are supposed to be (laughs) i was like what no street signs or anything i don't know if this is the most efficient way but i geek out on google maps And before we were going, I had looked at the route from the airport to like our guest house a thousand times. I had like studied Denbasar, that section of the city. So I had the map in my head. And I I remember I saw a street sign that I knew was kind of close. And then by luck, combined with all that looking at maps, as soon as the bus is pulling up to the stop, I see a tiny little sign for our guest house with an arrow like pointed. And I'm like, yes. I mean, you know, travel win. Those that have planned trips know what that feels like. Get to your place. Nail the directions. Oh, it's such a good feeling. It's like feeling so accomplished. It is such a good feeling. And you are a magician. Also, can I make fun of you? Yeah, please. You're like... Yes. I mean, I just like, are you 10? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm 10. Yes, I'm I 10. mean, that, okay, uh-huh. let's just be clear. Okay. A sense of accomplishment when you feel like you've done something super well, maybe I'm just stuck in my child mindset. That's the same feeling. It's true. It's actually. the same feeling. It's true. Of like feeling very proud of yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a young feeling of like, I did something that I didn't know if I could do. And that those feelings start. I mean, we're watching Neo have those feelings. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, wow. And yeah. he's like, <sighs> he's so proud. Yeah. It's so sweet. So yes, I am 10. Yeah. And I experienced it. Awesome. A nerdy 10. And anyways, moving on. So what else oh so that was just for one night and basically we went to sleep like we waited as long as we could to sleep and we went to sleep at nighttime ish like eight or nine and we woke up at three in the morning and I was like ding I'm awake there's no option and we tried to go walk to the beach and I bet it was super safe but I was like it's literally the middle of the night and we've never been here before and I was like let's let's not we weren't in like a resort area that we were only staying there one night so it was just kind of like a stopover place and it's like back streets headed to the beach or something. Was it still in Denpasar? Yeah, it was. I think there's just like a main tourist resort drag and we weren't on that side of town. So then we wake up at five, we go to the beach, we're hanging out and then we go and we get on a speedboat, a speedboat, y'all. Which we thought was the, the good option. It was like... I think it was the good option. It was like a two hour speedboat ride or like a six hour slow boat ride. Or an airplane ride. Right, right. Oh, my God. This a slow boat across the ocean, though. This wasn't like at the edge of the islands, right? It was like it wasn't like across like the big, big ocean, but it was like vroom, vroom, up and down on the waves. I mean, people were puking everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then and then and we luckily were on, we, we were, were on, on top. top, but it was also 
so hot on top. There was no shade. It was I like, mean, pick was, your poison. It yeah. was like, get on top and be less seasick, but be hella sunburned or go down below and throw up. Like, right. What do you want? The people on top were just like babes in bathing suits sunbathing. They were like, if I'm on this boat for two and a half hours, I'm going to sunbathe because otherwise I'm just yeah. sweating and they in my all clothes. all got off like lobsters. So there were three islands, Gili, Meno, Gi- Ooh, do you remember? Tom Petit? Nope. It was the Gili Islands. Gili, Meno, st- Gili. Kadwan. Tragwan. Tragwan. Is that true? That uh, was the party it, island? Uh, yes. Yes. And then there was Gili, like the opposite of Meno being like Meno was small and big. Was there a big one? No, Chagwan was the big one and the like most lively. You could literally Me- hear and see them partying on Chagwan. Yes, yes. So there was another one. And anyways. then there was another one which was even quieter. So, no. Yes. No. Yes. We went to the quietest. No, we didn't. Why? We went to the middle one. Why? We wanted some things to do potentially <laughs> and there was very little on that one well we anyway. could walk the whole island in 45 minutes yes yeah so we went there and then we got i mean y'all this it's incredible so we got this like whole little cubulet to ourselves with water in a living room and a bedroom and downstairs bathroom it was so nice and then you go out to the center area and you get free breakfast and maybe free lunch and then you just go find your dinner spot and it was amazing the first day we went and had cocktails and did some snorkeling. You laughing already? No, 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 no. Well, before we had our wedding, I started pooping my pants back in July. <laughs> this is maybe why I'm laughing. <laughs> so I had, you know, I had all this autoimmune stuff that like was surrounding that cancer I had had back in 2015 and we were getting married in 2016 and I had just gotten like a belly bug that turned into a month's worth of like I had to get IV fluids once I'd lost too much weight I think taking it out a little bit you know it, it's funny that y- you were like you know had diarrhea on your honeymoon oh my god don't but... use that word <laughs> sorry what word am I supposed to use just like the poops Poop? babe the poops? babe the poops I've never had diarrhea in my life <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's funny. And we'll tell the story. You had the poops on the honeymoon. It's also this bigger narrative that has really, that really defined a lot of our first couple years of being together. And this was like a piece of that, you know, and you, you having the autoimmune stuff, you dealing with a lot of gut issues, how that actually helped us grow together as a couple, funny enough, like all those experiences and being able to manage them and being able to navigate them. Make I mean, decisions together. And make, hard decisions, decisions. And make hard decisions together. I want to put it in that larger context. And I think that, you know, anniversaries are, are good times to be able to reflect back and think about the moments and the experiences that made you the couple that you are today. This is a pretty positive spin on it. It's just like how we grew together. It's definitely, it was definitely part of the foundation for sure. And then we just slipped right into infertility. So we've been on a journey. Yeah. I mean, relationship is, it is often built off of the excitement and fun. It is like defined and strengthened through the challenge. I mean, we all know that you grow when you're at your comfortability edge and you grow as a couple when you navigate difficult times. You know, you connect, you learn to love each other. And deepen through through positive. 
it's important to experience those. And I think that that's one of the reasons why we have become a, such a, of a strong couple is because in our first five years of knowing each other, I think, you know, we went through a lot of challenges. But I also think that those challenges, I had, you know, I had been sick and didn't know what was going on. But like, those challenges all showed up in the container of this relationship, really. And so, you know, I had never struggled with infertility, obviously, before. And then the cancer came kind of shortly after I met you. And it just felt like the depth and the joy and the amazingness of the relationship is actually what allowed some of that those challenges to go, come through. And we navigated through them, which kept us together and kept us stronger. Thank you, Neo. Hi, everyone. Did you know that the Reading Aloud podcast has a Patreon account? That's right. When you support this podcast through Patreon, you become a part of our Reading Aloud family, and we love our family members. At its core, this podcast is about providing insight and conversations that will support and inspire our listeners to deepen their relationships and build community through conversation. Every week, we receive meaningful feedback on how the Reading Aloud podcast has supported someone through a challenging time, and now we need your support to keep that going. Your Patreon commitment not only provides you with curated, fun, and interactive bonus content, it helps us cover the many costs of producing a podcast. Check out our Patreon link in the show notes and see which level you can commit to. And know that we thank you so much for both your listening support as well as your financial support. Now let's get back to today's conversation. At the like start of our wedding weekend, I mean, there were weekends we were headed out there to where we got married and I was wearing adult diapers. And we got there and I had lost quite a bit of weight because of the stomach issue and my girlfriends, I tried on my wedding dress. I mean, I, it hadn't been that long since I had tried it on and I tried it on and it was slipping down. So my girlfriends went to Walmart and bought me the one and only fake butt they had. I mean, I just love, congrats to you, Walmart, for having a fake butt, stocking a fake butt. Just the one. Yeah, just the one. I mean, it was amazing. And so we, so that's what I wore. It helped keep my dress on. And then a friend had brought me some Chinese herbs. My mom had made me a like a vinegar herb tincture. Everybody kind of came together and healed me up for the weekend. And I think the adrenaline kept me healed up. I had no belly issues the entire weekend. I had no belly issues on the plane ride over, which was so incredible. And then I had no belly issues on that first night. It's like anytime we were in flux. And then we landed at Gilimeno, which we were going to be at for like four or five days or something. And I pooped the honeymoon bed. <laughs> like first night, middle of the night, I woke up and have pooped. <laughs> you did a pretty good job. Like I knew it. Keeping I, it sexy. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, yeah. But like I don't remember any. You say you pooped the honeymoon bed. But like there isn't a strong memory of that for me. Like I think you swiped it up real quick. And I, I mean, middle of the night. And I'm like, get out of the bed. And I take the sheets off and do, I don't know what, Yeah, sewed up some new sheets. I don't like know. Like Alana in uh, yes. Broad City. Yes. Yeah. It was terrible. So what did we do next? We went to Lombok. So we took a, another boat over to Lombok. Well, the funny thing, we took a ferry and weren't we late, weren't we late and they turned it around for you were us? pissed. 
you were like, I was like, babe, it's we've got five minutes to go like get something. We we got something to eat or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I was like, it'll be fine. We're on island time. And then they're leaving. And you're like, I told you so. <laughs> time. Time. Keep time. Police. Time. Police. So we went to Lombok, got a taxi to that. That time we did stay at a resort. Yes. That was my, one of my favorites because we had yoga, beach time. That's where we made those friends from where? We had, Denmark? Uh, no, no, no. They were from Austria. Austria. Mm-hmm. They were awesome. And we played games with them like two nights in a row. Well, I, I think at that point we were, you know, we're at this like all kind of inclusive resort place. And, you know, there's lots of similar aged couples and people around. And we're like, who's going to? be friends like who are we gonna meet and we found play the games with, with. Yeah. found the ones with the tattoos yeah <laughs> we made friends and then we did a bunch of cool stuff and my belly was healing up and that's where part of our resort stay was a hair wash and blowout hair blowout we had like a spa day and they did they did like a mud mask in your hair well, and then a blowout yes yes and we also had <laughs> before we get off of the poops we also had like complete mud baths oh where God. they they covered us in in mud and wrapped us up and in... wrapped us up in like banana leaves or yes. something. Yeah, they like covered us in mud, wrapped us in banana leaves. Well, and... we got a massage first, and like halfway through, I'm like, "Ma'am, I need to go to the bathroom." <laughs> and so I go to the bathroom, and then we get wrapped up, and we're in a mud burrito. And I'm like, "I gotta go." I gotta go. And I'm like, "Just go." I no didn't. one's gonna. Know. I didn't. No one's gonna. Know. I did not. Yeah. I did not go in the mud. I didn't yeah. want to be in and that. And then, and then we like unfurl us from the mud burrito, and they're like, "Go to the showers back there." And we're showering, and we look out, and it's like this balcony overlooking where everybody is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're completely no... exposed. Yeah. yeah. Also, they gave us like clear netted mesh panties, <laughs> and they were scrubbing us. And I just remember you wearing a mesh panty, and like it not covering anything. It's just like a pretend cover and her like lifting up your legs to scrub all the places they scrubbed us down that's for sure oh my gosh and then so we had the hair mask and the blowout i hated mine because i hate when my hair is flat and and blown out like that and yours i looked like a greek god Mm, interesting that was super gay had been had been in a windstorm <laughs> had been, yeah that really pissed off Poseidon and like got his wind blown yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. it just was you had so much volume you looked I mean, so chic actually I mean I was very self-conscious but it was quite funny well we I was self-conscious too we took we took glamour shots and we looked horrible and I was like these need to be deleted immediately <laughs> and we had a Komodo dragon in our little villa we had a little pool behind our villa yeah that was shared with one or two other and the cool thing was there was a komodo dragon statue at the pool and i don't think anybody else was in our little section i don't think so but like there was a komodo dragon statue there and then there was a real komodo dragon who was also living in the pool whose home was in the statue of a komodo dragon i mean it was amazing but also we were like we can't tell anybody they were, you know, they probably would want to get rid of a Komodo dragon in their resort immediately. And we were like, but we can't, we can't tell anybody. Like, that's his home. That's his little literal him home. And he was small. It wasn't like a huge. Babe, I don't think Ichu any Komodo. Komodo dragons are allowed in the resort. <laughs> For all of our listeners out there, it wasn't like the big, you know, James Bond ones and the eat people. It was are those like... the Gila monsters? 
I think I well, Gila monsters are also really big lizards. I think Komodo dragons though are maybe Gila monsters are bigger. I know that Komodo dragons are the ones that have they have like poison in their bite. Got it. Well, let's go over the third place we landed. So this time, at this point, I'm healed up. I've eaten all of the delicious kanji. Kanji. We started eating kanji every day. Warm stewed like rice with rice chicken. stew with chicken. Yep. Healed. Literal healed me. Yeah. Literally healed me. Yeah. Almost <laughs> fermented a little bit in a way. It was yeah. It was very mm-hmm. good. So we had to get back to the big island to Bali, and we were like, I can't. I can't do the speedboat again. Well, the thing that had happened is, and this reminded me, we had taken a speedboat to the islands, which was in between, and then we'd taken another ferry boat further away from Bali. So so we were double the thing. I think this time it would have been like a three or four hour speedboat ride. Got it. And we were like, no, no, we're going to, and then- In the high ocean waves. Yeah, no, wasn't going to happen. So we decided to take a plane, which was like, it was not at all expensive. And we're like, why didn't we think of this to begin with? But it was not necessarily like comfortable. We were I mean, like, it was probably like a 20 minute flight. No, but know? it was an amazingly busy airport on Lombok, on the island of Lombok, which wasn't huge. And it was a big and that's where you got that cool Lombok hat. And we flew. We were like, all right, we're going to do it. Well, I think it's busy because it's on the plane. islands, a lot of people take planes Almost as kind of like like these little island hoppers is kind of like a daily or, you know, couple day commute. Got it. You know, you got to go work over on that island and, go home. and you come back. Yeah, it was it was hot on the plane and we did it and it was awesome and it was a great experience. And then we ended up in Ubud in the jungle. Yep. In the center of Bali. You know, it's the cultural capital. It's where a lot of expats are. It's where people I'm going. I live in Bali and I'm going on my yoga retreat. It's it's a lot of that is in Ubud. Got it. Well, our place was amazing. So we were in another resort. It was like high up in the mountains in the forest and it was really cool. It felt very, what's the word? Remote and yeah. all that. And then at one point you look down to your left and there's a river and you're like, huh. I like rivers. <laughs> and it was like way down there. And so we looked up and we found a way to go rafting. Yeah. Actually, I saw the rafts going down the got river. Got it. Got it. Yeah. We looked down and we were like, I don't know where we were in relation to everything, but like, you know, it's this huge valley. And then I saw a raft go down. I'm like, let's go rafting. And that has now become kind of a fun tradition of ours of like seeking out. Oh, yeah. Because we did that. Yeah. We did that in Montenegro, too. So we went rafting down the. Do you remember the river? Not a clue. And Ooh. let me say, many of you have may have been whitewater rafting before. It was one of my first jobs was whitewater rafting uh, as a guide. And uh, so guiding down rivers. And so you may have some of you may have some understanding of like the process and that, you know, everybody riding on school buses to go rafting and then this and that. This was a madhouse. There were so many boats. You know, it's amazing how they're, I mean, it's just so disorganized, but also organized at the same time. There were lots of boats, lots of companies. We all got kind of smushed together at one point. They put us under the waterfall. It was like, keep me out. They were slapping the water, hitting. The splashing splashing. everybody. I mean, like trying to go down the rapids and there'd be like six boats, like trying to go down the one I don't one even shoot. remember a single rapid. Our guide was horrible. I was like guiding the boat from the front. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then the people on our boat. Oh, that's the best part. So yeah. it's y- me and you. Yeah. Our guide, who's he said his name was Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> 
Um, we had one guy from Poland. Didn't speak a lick of English. Didn't speak a lick of English, but brought 24 beers in a backpack and on the trip and drank probably about 22 of them. And his wife was pregnant. So he she gave me a go. beer. Yeah, yeah, she was pregnant. But I love, you know, his offer. I mean, he couldn't speak any English. He was like, he was, uh, he was like, I'm beer. bringing all these beers. Everybody so he'd be like, beer. And yeah. I was like, sure, man, I'll have a beer. And then, yeah, he was like, finish it in three gulps and like crush it. Big he was guy. a big man, yeah. big man, probably 300 pounds, like six, five. Yeah. Like and then there man. were the two Japanese girls. They had a full face of makeup on. They looked like, you know, it was like traditional, like rosy cheeks, light white makeup. They had bright lipstick. I don't know what kind of trip they were expecting to go on. They had little jelly sandals. They had their I mean, in purses the f- with little, like little clear purses with all their things in it. I mean, in the first five minutes, they were just rainbow, so- just drenched them. <laughs> and then maybe that was it. It was that's all it was. Yeah, because we took a picture. That's it. It was five. It was five. Yeah. And then the last part. So you finish the river, which we did see another Komodo dragon swimming that that's was much right. larger. Much larger, like actual big one in the river. And we're like, we're also swimming in this river. It was (laughs) wild. But we get out and then literally it is a, I would say a solid mile up. We walked. That's right. Like 3,000 steps. I mean, it was, (laughs) they were, and, and they were like, they were like, okay, we'll see you at the top. And it was just like. People were like, we were passing people who were like sitting down and oh like taking breaks. I mean, it was a trek. I don't know how they actually forgot about that. Could wait on all the people to make. I mean, like it was so. And then you just got on a bus and somehow ended up back at your car. No, like, remember we went to that cafeteria that you took that. Well, that was amazing. where our car was. Got it. But it uh, was, and they served us amazing yeah. food. We then it was sat, amazing food. But it was like. You know, like 80, 90 people sitting just eating food together at these cafeteria like tables. I mean, at the rice farms. I took one of my favorite pictures there of like mm-hmm. the cafeteria ladies. Mm-hmm. I just, think just it's, hanging. Yeah. yeah, just hanging. Anyway, it was a cool experience. I mean, like, was it the most exciting, exhilarating river? Oh, no, no, but it was like, it was a fun, a fun adventure to go on. So then what? That was it. What do you think? I mean, that was it. We also went and we treated ourselves and we went to the only time oh, that yeah. you and I have ever been to an actual Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, we've been to a lot of nice restaurants, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of nice meals. Yeah. That was, that was our first, we, we sawed it out. Uh, Not sawed as in S-A-W-E. Sawed. No, sought. Sought. We sought, sought it, it out. out. Is that two O's? Soot. Sought. S-O-T? S-O-U-G. H-T. Ah, got it. Sought. Sought. We sought it out. Sought it out. Sought it out. Sought. Sought it out. We sought it out. Yeah, this sounds like sod. <laughs> <laughs> we sought it out. But it was it was amazing. It was called Mosaic. It was in Ubud. Ubud. And Can't recommend it enough. It, it was, was the coolest they brought meal out I've a ever boat. been to. We actually thought this was our food, but they brought out a boat and they were like, like this three is, feet long, yeah. like wood carved boat with all of this, all these different foods piled over it. But it was like, it was like the nuts, the fruits, the grains, everything that the, f- that the food we were going to be eating. Cause we had, I think like a seven course meal with wine pairings. Yes. Uh, the, all of the food that we were going to be eating, they were like, this is a boat of all of the, the kind of from vegetables s- and herbs that you will be eating. And not, seeds. not the meats, but like 
everything else other than the meats that you were eating was here in its like original form. Meat. There Did was you? fish. There was fish. Fish. Yeah, it was so cool. So they would like left the boat and then like go through and be like, this is the, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like the hazelnut or the Yeah, like, it was mango awesome. Seed. So you could see the like the fruit or the thing in its raw form before you ate it in a completely cooked, cooked form. form. Yeah. And it was it was like we were joking that because it was kind of dark and we were outside, we were joking that it, there was like ninjas coming in. Like our our plate would be gone. We'd be sitting there talking, and all of a sudden, we after the course, the plate is gone. You the, would get a new fork, a yeah. new little and then, plate and there was every a, single time. The wine glass was gone, new wine glass with full of wine. I was like, whoa, how that happened? I mean, their dishes system must be immaculate, extensive, because they're just switching it out i mean your table is always amazing. immaculate amazing on the way back we're in the airport in taipei in taiwan and there's this guy in the waiting area who's like jacked up on life you know it's like it's this mixture between or... yeah or cocaine but like he's it's this mixture between like on like a lot of uppers and also he's just been to like a 70 day yoga retreat and he's like, you know, got on his like mala beads, mala beads and like, like prana, like, you know, yoga t-shirts and his like flouncy pants and flouncy pants. But he's like sweating and also drinking about three gallons of water and like also doing handstands. He was doing handstand pushups handstand in prep push-up. for this overnight <laughs> in preparation for this overnight flight. And you know what? We end up, he was in our row. It was me, you, and him. <laughs> me in the center, you on the end. You ended up on the floor. I have to be <laughs> laid out in order to sleep. I cannot sleep sitting under up, the babe. seats on the floor. Like your head was under my feet, and then your feet were under, and legs were under that, with your body like on the floor of the plane. Trying. I mean, to you sleep. have no idea, babe. I went fucking crazy. I was going to lose my mind, <laughs> and he stayed awake. The, the whole entire time. time kind of jittering like jittering breathing like like doing his breath of fire i mean he was <laughs> i mean he was like vibrating and i hated it and i was so stressed out and i was like get me up and then in in la we were like well we're, you know we we smartly planned to sleep yes. in la in a hotel like 45 minutes away from the well do you know why why because we were looking and we just made the mistake of like, oh, we're just going to be there. We'll go pretty cheap. Oh, this is like three miles from the airport. But, you know, in a city, three miles is a long way. Oh, in L.A., three miles is a long way. It's yeah. a long way. And that just didn't occur. To, I mean, I don't know. Babe, it was just like a bad. It was the one bad. Fight, people were fighting in the room next to us. Do you remember that? They were oh, up all night fighting. I think we wanted to stay there or something. It was like, oh, this is in the area of town of L.A. where your mom was born. So, oh, let's just stay there. Downey. Downy, and so we did, and it was not. It was. It was, not it was kind of. A, it felt unsafe, and it was like the people were fighting, and we were really scared. We got out of there as fast as we could. I don't know how well we slept, and then we took our flight back, and then we were in Atlanta, and then my belly started to hurt again, and I slept the whole way back from Atlanta to Tennessee, where we then sleep again in Tennessee, where we got married, and then we drove home to Asheville. Whew. Meanwhile, Trouser, it was just just like two and a half weeks, three weeks without her. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Honeymoons. Where was Trouser? With Louise now. Oh, okay. Honeymoons are, you know, they're traditional. They're they're a celebration, a celebratory trip. Um, It's a privilege to be able to go on one. 
what was the meaning? Like, what do you feel like you took away? Like, what did a honeymoon mean for you? It is an opportunity to reflect on what you've been through, A. It's an opportunity to rest because a wedding is a big push. It's a lot of work. So it's an opportunity to rest and it's an opportunity to pause. Like I know people who have weddings and then they go right back into their lives and they take a pause before they do a honeymoon. I think that's great because basically what they're saying is I'm not going to slam it all into one time period is what I've heard. Um, But it really pushes pause. It's like from the time you leave work to the time you come back from your honeymoon is this extended period of time. So it's like the wedding never... Like the wedding period, that was a like Kairos time, the wedding period, wedding and honeymoon. And so it's like in addition, as you're reflecting time to just kind of look at the person, just stare at the person that you married and be like, wow, we're really marking this time as as new as a new couple. It's like the first thing you're doing as a married couple. Yeah, I think that's it. Like allowing yourself have lots allowing of yourself space to have lots of sex, have lots of sex while and- pooping the bed. <laughs> it's true though it's true yeah just allowing yourself time to settle and you know we we don't often do that and especially in this day and age like we do something we make a decision and then we just move on you know like you get engaged and the first thing you do is start playing the wedding you know you get married and the next thing you do is okay we're married we go back into our lives and it's you know it was for me it was a special moment to be able to as you said stare into the other person's eyes and be able to let that sink in And that's really special, you know, and and very much a privilege to be able to do that. 100%. So let's think about it. If there isn't the option of a honeymoon, what it would be like if you had to go back to work to continue to stare into each other's eyes. It would be maybe carving out time, even if you had kids, like carving out time just like little moments of time to to reflect like weekly maybe taking like a that. moment to like reflect like weekly honeymoons yeah like to reflect back on the wedding maybe to look at pictures or something like that just to take stock of the choice you made and like maybe for the first month it's it's just something and that's what that's what the anniversary is i'm yeah. so excited what is our anniversary date it's always hard to remember but it's august 27th or is it the 28th? I forget. No, I think it's the 27th because I didn't want to get married on an odd number day. And we were already getting married in the eighth month on 2016. And for some strange reason, neither of us can ever fully remember the day. Yep. We always get it mixed up. Although yep. the other day you're like, hey, I think I'm going to go on a hike with somebody on Saturday the 27th. And I was like, happy anniversary to us. It was funny because when I scheduled that, my calendar was like, you know, like completely completely free. free. And I'm like, oh, it's a great day. Great day. Like I got nothing going on. And then, you know, how your mind separates things like there's a. And so it was just in that world that I scheduled it. And then it was in in my. Have you unscheduled that yet? Yes, I have. Did you reschedule it? Uh, We haven't found a date yet, but yeah. Yeah. The next day would be fine. Any, anyways, doesn't matter. So the next day, which also might be also might be our anniversary. Okay, so what are we doing for our anniversary? This, oh, how many years? Six. Seven. Nope. Six. Six. And then what are we doing for our anniversary this year? We're going hiking as a family. As a family, I love it. Mm-hmm. We're including Neo. We're not doing anything by ourselves. Yeah, we're just having a good time. We're gonna go out into the woods and maybe go swimming. Mm. Thinking about going swimming. Mm. Go swimming. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Having a good time. Okay. Well, I love you. I love you. 
Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.